What up, everybody? Today we got a special episode video conversation. I got three hardcore Tigres fans alongside me. Lewis from the Tigres English account on Twitter. How you doing, brother? What's up, guys? Good to see you guys. We got Jose... meeting, putting some uh, faces to these Twitter accounts, uh, Josue and Sean especially. Exactly, bro. I was telling Josue, and Josue was just telling us, Jose, how you doing, bro? All the way from Billings, Montana. Hey, how's everyone doing today? I appreciate everyone having me here today. And lastly, we got Sean here in Houston with me. How you doing, bro? How are you doing today? I'm excellent. I'm excellent, man. Glad to be here. All right. Well, let's just dive right into it, guys. We had a, you know, pretty decent game. Uh, Tigres ended up uh, pulling the win 1-0 at Azteca, at the Azteca Stadium, I'm sorry, Uh, with a red card by Nico. And, you know, tough times during the match defending, but well well played in, in my opinion uh the team came out strong as, as far as what they're looking for they came out confident and you know with that championship pedigree that we're, we know that they have so uh any opening thoughts on this game to start off with you lewis what you got what did you see coming into this game and what did you see in the first half as you saw the game progress well coming in obviously we were all a little bit concerned just because we've had a a, a rough slump these last four or five games but I, I felt they played really well, especially in the first half. I, I don't need the team to look great. I don't want them to look like they did in week 12 or anything like that. I, at this point, at this juncture, I just want them to advance and, and continue, continue moving forward. So I knew the game wasn't going to be easy, and I knew the game wasn't going to be pretty. Just because Cruz Azul, there's a lot of bad blood there to begin with. So there's a, it's a big, intense rivalry ever since the – the Aquino words about them not winning any titles in the last 30 years. So there's always been bad blood. Anytime there's bad blood, it's the intensity goes up. And I thought they played really smart, especially in the first half. Um, they were, they were ready for what Cruz Azul had to offer, which Cruz Azul wanted to sit back, look for counters, try to find our weakness in, in the defense. And honestly, we, we played just the way we needed to. Uh, we, we attacked, but not aggressively. We didn't go all out. And I thought the game was, was set up right. I think it was a good game plan. Things kind of fell apart in the second half after that bogus red card. But the first half, I think, was what we needed. Absolutely. Sean, any, uh, anything that surprised you in the first half? Any, what did you think once the lineup came out and what you expected? Uh, or what, did you see what you expected out of the lineup that came into the game? You're silent. Yeah, be going very good. Um, obviously, Quinones, very impactful <laughs> in, in multiple ways. Uh, I, I like the five at the back. I think we've, we've figured out our back three with, with uh, Ayala and Guido back there uh, and Stitch. Uh, I love the way Duenas is playing. Playing outstanding right now. Looks five years younger, as we kind of talked about a little bit in the text thread. Uh, and just, yeah, there, I like where the back line is at primarily in comparison to how shaky we've looked a couple of games previous. Uh, I thought both between the 30 minutes of extra pressure down a man and then the first 45 minutes where we looked absolutely just real, real clean up until scoring the goal too. Um, yeah, I, I liked everything that we had going up until 
you know, we decided to fight with each other, fight with the referees and kick, kick some people in the face accidentally, you know. So uh, if we can avoid stepping on our own toes, keep keep out of our own way, then there, there's no reason to think that we're not moving on to the next round. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to touch up with you, Josue, a little bit about um, Nico. So we obviously knew Florian was injured coming into the Liga. And, you know, Nico was the first option there. Um, from my point of view, um, he didn't really meet my expectations as to what, or at least showed me that Florian is really important. So I want to get your thoughts on that as to what you thought about Nico inserting himself in that starting position that Florian normally has. And what did you think about his game? You know, first half only, you know, right, not, not into the red card. Yeah, so uh, I think he had a really slow night last night. I feel like either Sotelo or Cordova would have had a better night. Either one, I think, would have had a little bit more of an impact than he would have last night. Uh, I believe for the way the game went yesterday, I think Sotelo would have been the, the perfect uh, candidate for that because it was more of a retention one-on-ones, and he would have really helped us over on that right wing, which was dead about 80% of that game. Um, yeah, so... I just feel like um, kind of to that point, yeah. I think I think Nico's struggling to replicate his form from last season when he was you know leading goal scorer in, in Gignac's absence due to injury. We haven't seen any flash of that from him this year. And I think that kind of that incident that led to him taking the shot instead of making the easy pass that led to the fight with Quinones is a little bit of that, of him saying, hey, I'm, you know, I'm struggling to find my form. Nobody's seen any flashes of things that made me you know, a starter here, I need to force the issue. And then that's leading to other issues within the team. Well, I was going to say, I think that, you know, and Lewis and I have had, you know, this conversation in the past where I don't, I think he's, at this point he's expendable uh, on the roster. Yeah. And last night for me kind of solidified that because he's not going to play any, in any other position besides that position, unless he starts up top when Gignac or Carlos Gonzalez is not playing. So he, if he's not going to give you the wing play, which we are, truly known for and like yesterday you know i saw piojo get on uh nahuel guzman about you know i think playing the ball just to the left side um i think he did he did it back to back you know from coming out of the back and you can just tell the first half after i rewatched the replay was we pushed so hard on the left side which you know yesterday lewis when you tweeted out about you know who who should take whose position i quickly said shift quinones uh, to the opposite side and bring Soteldo in. And I saw Edu Torres tweet that out too. But after rewatching that game last time, man, I don't know if anybody has the chemistry that Luis uh, Quinones and Aquino have on that side. So I think even you kind of like have to rough it out and, and play Soteldo on the right, in my opinion, based on the chemistry. What do you think about that or that movement? You know, the thing with Diente, I feel like he's not a true winger. And so I think he's always having to shift down the middle which also made, to Sean's point, Duenas kind of look better because Duenas was kind of bossing that, that wing. Um, and honestly, I think we should give Quinones a shot on the right because Duenas has been with that squad forever, man. I think he's, he'll have chemistry with whoever you put there. Uh, and I think if you move Quinones, let him play on the right, him and Duenas can make it work on that right side. Um, and then let Soteldo just do his natural because he Soteldo's gonna want to prefer that left the left wing anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what kind of chemistry him and, and him and Aquino will have, but I think it's worth a shot. 
you, you can let them come out and play for 45 minutes, see how it goes. And then if it doesn't work out, you can always uh, bring in uh, a guy like Cordova to try to fit in there. Um, I, I do feel like we missed Tovang a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in that game last night, I think he would have he would have done some damage on that wing. Yeah, where well, we need lots of crosses. You know, I kept hearing yesterday that Cruz Azul gives up a lot of goals in crosses. And that's the that's their weakness. They they don't have good fullbacks. And so with two two solid uh, wingers there, I think we could have done a ton of damage. But it, it's like Sean said, most of that action was going on the left side. There wasn't a whole lot going on on the right wing. If we know that Diente is going to be gone next game, and even, you know, for this entire season where we've had issues with the back line, I think the missing man that we really need is Chaka. You know, which, if, you had which, an in, if you had an informed Chaka, you could put him on that right side and him and Duenas can interchange right wing, right back. I don't know if I would play him that high, but he had a decent game last night. You know, yeah, he so did. It, it's like if you can, if you, I know he's been missing for more or less an entire calendar year at this point, either in bad form or just not playing. But if, if Chaka can find the thing that had him on the national team for a spell, if you can find, I mean, now's the time to find it. You know, if you're if you're gonna find the find the time to play well, Lily, he is it. Summon 2018 Chaka, man. Just summon yeah. him. Bring him back. Anything that stuck out to you guys, particularly in the first half, um, in their play or you know, offensively? You know, Sean talked about a little bit about the defensive side. Anything that you know, or even the mid. Anything that stuck out to you in the first 45 minutes? Uh, I think the the midfield was extremely dominant. Um, Carioca and Bigon had it under control, man. If, if you look at the stats for, for the first half, they literally didn't even take a shot. I mean, Nahuel, I could have played goalie that first half. Nahuel didn't, do, <laughs> he didn't have to do anything back there. And so that just tells you how dominant that midfield has been with Carioca and Bigon. And I think they're just going to continue to boss it because Cruz Azul is really missing Charlie Rodriguez. Uh, I think I said it in the group thread that, that that's their version of, of Bigon. And without yeah. without Charlie Rodriguez, they just don't have a guy who can go box to box and then uh, be that extra scorer for them. Yeah, absolutely. What about you guys? Anything that stuck out to you guys? Yeah, I was going to comment on that as well. Is that the mid really controlled the tempo of the game, and you know defensively we were very balanced. Um, I think we could have done a little bit better on our on our attacking third, especially with some of them crosses. They I think. And I've said it time and time again, they need to be able to connect a lot more than one or two crosses every 10, 15 opportunities. Yeah. It's very frustrating, but I think that if uh, in this next game, if they're able to connect up top, it'll I don't have a doubt that we'll we'll go on to the next round. But uh overall I think it was a a good balanced performance from the whole team up until that red card. Yeah. I think I just want to give one quick shout out though, in that first half about, uh, Uwayala. did you guys see that, uh, Chilena. scissor like, yeah. Scissor like Chilena to clear it. Dude, the guy had a phenomenal game yesterday. And like, I just kept thinking Lewis that you probably re- references a lot more. He was wearing the black, you know, Boots and I was like, he's wearing the pepesa, man. He's wearing the pepesa cleats, and he's just out there bossing like an old man, bro. And he he did really well. I think that the forty five minutes defensively, like you guys all touched upon, it was great, Jose. I think that offensively we didn't we could have done a lot more. 
But then we get into the second half, opening 10 minutes up or eight minutes or so. You know, the game's transitioning. Cruz Azul looks a little bit more emphatic to attack or looking to, uh, you know, get something going. And then we have the VAR decision with Nico Lopez. Is that a red? Not a red? It's a stupid no. – I mean, it's a stupid attempt. Give him the red because he drew blood. It's fine. You know, it, it, it's soft, but whatever. You, you live with it. What about the other side, though? You know what I'm saying? You can't have one red on one end and a yellow on the other. No. I don't care if it's a shoulder. If you're going to give out a red for an attempted high kick in the box, then you need to give out a red for an attempted high kick in the box on both ends. That was the only part that really upset me, I think, from the kind of the second half officiating standpoint, was I thought he lost total control of that game in terms of, uh, you know, arbitration decisions. Yeah, to me, that's a yellow and that's it. That's as far as that needs to go. I mean, it. We, I think most of us here have played soccer and you, you get hurt playing soccer. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a physical sport. I mean, it's not like, like football, but it's physical and you get scrapes and you get cuts and you get bruises. It's, it's part of the game. If you're going to be looking at everything in slow motion and, and like frame by frame, it's going to look super nasty, but there was no intent for, for, from the guy to try to kick him in the face. And so to me, just give him a yellow, just like it was a yellow on the other side. Yep. And then that would have been sufficient. I think he kind of messed up the game by, by being that drastic. And a lot of that is on the VAR guys too, who are sitting up there being, you know, loving all the drama. Absolutely. And then, you know, it leads into a Piojo, you know, red, which I, I, I mean, he probably didn't even say much, but it's just, you know, the whole buildup and like the whole moment and, you know, theaters is it's starting to get and you know be known to like people don't want to don't want to talk about theaters. You know, they if they do, they want to talk negatively, right? And they don't want to see them you know be successful. So I, I I just think it was a bad moment by Piojo to like you know get in his face and even if he wasn't saying much or being aggressive, like it's not the right time. Is the liga? You got to be concentrated. The team needs you. And I think that after that, the team did what it had to do which was defend, and I think they did a hell of a job at defending. Which I'm really proud of because uh, up until that point, the only time we had ever shown grit defensively was in that Querétaro game. Yeah. And, and before that, I mean, if this had been like a week two or week three game, I think we would have fallen apart, probably allowed another three goals, and we would have lost 3-1. You know, so I'm, I'm pretty proud of the guys in that regard that, even though we did kind of go through an emotional roller coaster, they they got it together. They knew what was on the line, and they just bunkered down and defended. Which, you know, I, I think in the early Piojo era, we probably wouldn't have pulled that off. So that that goes to show that we have some veterans in there that know what needs to be done and at what juncture we are in this postseason. It's you know, it's. Uh, I'm gonna hot take it the other way and say that I loved it. I love really? Yoho, I love Yoho yelling at people. Just, just I don't give a damn. <laughs> a soccer coach doesn't make that much of a difference. All you do is send some subs and yelling, 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 get yourself kicked out. I don't give a damn. That was fun. That was fun. Watch oh, my man. All, all angry and mad, stomping around. Hell yeah! Why not? Add some excitement to this thing. Sean. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go, you gotta go big, right? I yeah, mean, yeah, I mean, that, if, you're gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna get red carded, just explode and go, man. I mean. <laughs> Man, Maybe I don't know. fire up the troops or whatever. I don't know. I think they got fired up for sure. <laughs> but he made five subs, five subs, which I thought, you know, obviously with, you know, man down, I think that was really appropriate. So he subbed in Chaka for Duenas, Quinones for Igor, which, man, what was that? 
I was scared. I was scared when I saw that stuff. I was like, man, Lichnowski's going to blow it. I just oh, felt Lord. like he was going to come in and mess up the chemistry back there because everybody was in sync. But thankfully, it didn't happen, man. It just, everything kind of stayed together. Yeah. Blasted one for 25 yards. Man, if that goes in, dude. So then he made, uh, you know, he made obviously, he took out Gignac for Charlie Gonzalez, Aquino for Fulgencio, and then Angulo for Venegas, which I thought, you know, I've seen Venegas get a bunch of free kicks in practice. When I saw him take up and I was like, oh, it's perfect moment, man. The man gets no playing time. He's going to come in, relax, knock it. Man, weak shot, dude. Weak shot. Right to the wall. Yeah, so five subs, which I was really, you know, happy with that, you know, get everybody, you know, running around. And like I mentioned yesterday in one of my tweets, you know, with the smog in Mexico City and, you know, man down, that was impressive. I think that they did a hell of a job. Uh, and I think that that was probably the best defensively and compacted as a team that they've looked. And, you know, obviously with the man down, that's naturally going to happen. But we look solid, <laughs> better than when we have 11 on the field. Well, and you're going to want to have your whole squad, you know, with some recent playing time, if we're planning on having a deep Lahia run, you're going to want to have everybody in some sort of form. So, yeah, getting the extra rotations and the extra bodies in there, I loved it too. Josue, so uh, going into next game, you any any changes that you would make besides, you know, obviously the one that we had to make for Nico, anything else that, that you saw that potentially could change? No, I think uh, defensively they have to stay compact. Make sure it's a, a wall. Can't get through it. Either the man goes or the ball goes, like they like to say, but mm -hmm. not both. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> the mid, I think they have to continue to control the tempo, which I have no doubt that they will, because like we were saying, uh, Carioca and Vigon have been pretty much owning that sector of the field. Uh, I think on the wings, we gotta, we just have to connect when they do those crosses. And uh, up top, you have to give Guignac that opportunity. I think you give him the opportunity, the ball's going to go in. Um, and I think that's what they have to rely on. I think they got to score a quick goal, maybe within the 15, 20-minute mark, to put a lot of pressure for them to score three. To open up the game. Because of that, yeah, that uh, positioning in the table. Who would you change for Nico? I think I would go... With Soteldo, just because of the 1v1s, and you can probably create more opportunities from the right. And they'll probably be more lenient on playing on the right, not avoid it like they did this past game. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised because of Piojo's uh, relationship for it to be uh, Cordova. Cordova to go yeah. in and Hopefully we see some of Sotelo around the 60th minute. But personally, I would like Sotelo, but I feel like it would be Cordoba that goes in. Yeah. Anything, what do you expect from Cruz Azul, Luis? What do you think the, the game plan is going to be like? I think they'll be, it'll be just like they, they started the second half and, and finished the half, the second half. Uh, they're going to look to be aggressive. They have to be. Uh, they they got to score two right off the bat to try to win and not allow any. So I think they're going to be more aggressive. Uh, hopefully we still keep possession because that's what we need. We need to keep possession, uh, keep generating chances, and just keep up the intensity. I don't want to see us start the game bunkered down, trying to defend this little lead. Now we need to, we need to be aggressive as well, just match the intensity, be smart. I think 
I think Piojo will come out with a decent lineup, but he's got a ton of options, man. I'm not worried about the the roster we got. We got plenty of depth and and more depth than Cruz Azul, and there's plenty of talent there. So he can he can do anything he wants with that lineup. I was just thinking right now he could move Duenas to the left, play Chaka on the right, and have Aquino, Aquino. play a winger like the like the old days, you know, and then. Quinones on the right, so he's got a ton of options. Uh, there's plenty of players there, and as long as we we match their intensity, uh, I have no doubt that we will pull it off. We're at home, so we'll have we'll have our fans behind us. Yeah, the table is set, man. So they can yeah. push us for this result. So, any final thoughts, Sean? Anything to add? No, I uh, you know one goal up with the seating advantage coming back home to the Volcan. Everything's looking pretty for the uh, semis. Predictions? What are we thinking? What's the goal-like situation going to be like? Give me 2-1 us. Uh, they score first and make us sweat just a little bit, but then we come back and... and I don't want to hear that, Sean. I don't want to hear that. I want to start my 8 o'clock beer calm and relax. Piojo is gone. They're, they're going to be a little first 30. Man. They're coming at us. I, I see one goal for them early and 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 maybe a, a you know a, a mistake so we can get it out of the way early in La Jolla. <laughs> But, no, uh, yeah. Sean, we're not doing that, bro. We're getting through this. We're getting through this round easy peasy. So you got to get all your all your little hiccups and quagmires <laughs> out of the way right now. Oh man, I can't with you. What about you, Josue? What are you thinking? I think the same two one, but I think we go up first, and then they um, have to get back into attack and score one. Then we close the deal off towards the end of the match. Lewis? I'm going 3-1, man. I think we're going to – Yeah. I think the floodgates are going to open up just because Cruz Azul can't play the way they played the first half anymore, where they sit back, look for a counter. That's that's over. They don't have they don't have the time, times against them. So the game's going to have to be a lot more wide open, and, and I think we're going to have chances. And at home, all we need is just to score one, especially if we can do it in the first half, then, then the, the floodgates will open. So I think calling a Vigon, Vigon goal. Vigon, absolutely. Vigon, Gignac, and hopefully, hopefully one of the other guys, maybe Quinones, can get one in there as well. Uh, so I, I like a three-one. Yeah, that's what I was actually talking to Sean right before you know Josue hopped on and then you hopped on. I'm thinking three to one as well. Uh, they gotta attack us, and I think that it's gonna being at home, that atmosphere, full stadium. I think Gignac opens up the scoreboard one zero, gets everybody going, adds to his records. And from there, it's like whatever happens. But I think I'm three to one. I think, and we open up opening goal. Tell me where to sign. Exactly. <laughs> sign me up too. All right, guys. Thank you guys for y'all's time. I really appreciate this fun conversations. Like always, arriba tigres. Arriba tigres, and don't forget about femenil tonight. They're playing yeah. Chivas, so that's gonna be a great game as well. That's gonna be a tough matchup, but I hope we move eat with ease. All right, guys. Till next time.